Jesus, the true communist. I can't help myself. On our marks, get set, go. This offering is about that other pandemic, capitalism. Now to communism and Jesus. First, some definitions. The then Harper government in Canada was and is apparently constructing a monument to the victims of communism. I tweeted, how is it possible to have victims of a system that never existed? That tweet generated, as you can imagine, a great deal of right-wing backlash. Granted, I was being ironic, but the monument should have been called victims of totalitarianism, because apart from workers' communes in history, including, I would argue, the early Christian community, no state has ever been communist, no matter what they or their detractors may have claimed. There's an old joke about the Stalinist Soviet Union uh, that once stated, Soviet communism was a synthesis of humanity's highest achievements. From prehistory, they took primitivism, from the ancient world, they took slavery. From medieval times, they took brutal domination. From capitalism, they took exploitation. And from communism, they took the name. Marx described communism very succinctly as a place where the economy would be from each according to their abilities to each according to their needs. Is that utopian? Yes, of course it is in light of our current world. But the major point of this presentation is that utopian communism is the only realistic, rational alternative, both politically, ecologically, and theologically right now. If our planet is to survive the climate crisis, including this and other possible pandemics, we need to create that utopia, or as close as humans have ever come, now or as soon as possible. As the students in the 1960s Paris scrawled on a wall, be realistic, only ask for the impossible. There is absolutely no way that capitalism with an economy based on constant expansion, extraction, imperialism, and exploitation can address the climate crisis. It's truly unrealistic to believe, and an act of faith, that it might. Totalitarianism as a natural extension of a threatened capitalism would also fail for the same reasons. To save the earth for human habitation, we must stop extracting, growing, expanding, exploiting. So while it is true that true communism has never existed, I would argue it is absolutely necessary and soon that it does. We after all rarely speak of class these days and despite numerous theorists who claim Marxist categories of class are so 19th century, the reality is that with global capitalism, the world's forced labor, slums, and near slavery would make Charles Dickens blush, not to mention the racism, misogyny, poverty, hunger, and homelessness right here in the West. Even at home, there are more Black inmates working for slave wages in U.S. prisons than were slaves in 1850. Class is real, and the situation for workers is horrendous. As Christians call to love our neighbors, that alone makes capitalism untenable ethically. But why is, was Jesus a communist or calls us to communism? One could posit a synonymous joke to the one about Soviet communism to Christianity as in the right-wing church today. From paganism, it took powerlessness against any natural forces. From the Hebrew scriptures, it took a jealous God ready to colonize indigenous. 
From the Reformation, it took anti-Semitism, a sense of hopelessness in fighting our destiny, and a hatred of all sexuality, and from Christ, the name. Who was Jesus? Biblically, Jesus was the one who raged against the patriarchal family. 2,000 years before Lady Gaga, in Matthew 19.12, he said, some are born that way. He stood stoned, or they, I should say, stood stone-faced before the agency of the state, attacked the money lenders, structured their community as a place where all shared material wealth, acted against the law, understanding, as Paul made clear later, that the law was state-imposed violence, and modeled and spoke of the promised land, heaven, as being among us if we only chose to look. Most importantly, Jesus was transgressive theologically. Heretically, he claimed he was divine. And then, as regards the cross, G.K. Chesterton said, Christianity is the only religion where God seemed for an instant an atheist. In Christ, there was no big other of metaphysics. There was, as Bonhoeffer said, only a suffering God that can help us now. And he said that in light of fascism. The farthest cry from Gnosticism, this was no spirituality that pointed to a greater universal truth. This was, in Hegelian sense, the one-off, the negative of the negative that dialectically moved faith in a new direction. The example that disproved the universal, the anti-God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, that which was Christ is spread among Jesus' disciples until now is a call to action, to compassion, to engagement, and yes, to communism. Christians maintain Christ is still alive in the very stuff of life, bread, wine, love shared. Like Jesus described heaven as the stuff of this life, as net, treasure, yeast, mustard seed. If the 19th century was the century in which with Hegel, Marx, and Freud, the attempt was made to answer all possible questions, the 20th was one in reaction, so very Hegelian, no matter where you go, you meet Hegel at the end of the street. With post-structuralism and postmodernism, the 20th century was a century to question all possible answers. Perhaps the 21st, as it unfolds, seems to be the cry, scream, call, shout to action, and synthesis again of all that we theologians, philosophers, theorists, and scientists have been doing. The true existentialist question is ours and the next generations to answer, what the bleep are we going to do about it all? It is the ethical century, no doubt, and like the uprising of Black Lives Matter, a resistance that is unfolding. The first ethical move is a no to a system of economic exploitation that will of necessity destroy the planet, and then a yes to an economic system that will not. Unrealistic and completely absurd is the expectation that the billionaires are going to save us. More reform has happened because of Black Lives Matter protests in the last few weeks than all the commissions, academic studies, investigations from police boards into policing in the decades before. Violence is not the unarmed or even the armed protester. The worst violence is status quo, where we can expect millions to die, prematurely from the climate crisis or from pandemics, or importantly, from inequality itself. 
What we in the West call democracy is as Benjamin Franklin is purported to have said, two wolves and a lamb voting on what to have for lunch. In Jesus Christ, low and high Christology meet. We say they, Jesus Christ, were both human and divine. In other words, we think the divine God from this historic first century Palestinian person of color, Jew, not the other way around, not some metaphysical big others prophet. That God, that Jesus Christ survived death. Of course they did. Marxists understand eternal life. Think of the old worker song about Joe Hill, the wobbly organizer shot to death by the state and the song written in his honor with the refrain, but Joe, you're 10 years dead. I never died, said he. I never died, said he. Jesus modeled both the Christian life with its alternative economy, community, and political resistance, but more importantly, in their person, what the promised land heaven, the new communist person, would look like. It would look transgressive, both in performative gender, hence I use the pronoun they, embody both the divine and human, and also stand for that which will continue past death, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, that which binds us together, solidarity, and of course the understanding that no matter what the state is doing, no matter what political power presides, we have another master and mistress. We represent another God. This makes Christians able, unlike most of the Western left during Stalinism, to stand over and against totalitarianism, even if it wears a communist garb. It allows us to say no to any regime, whatever it calls itself, that is racist, misogynist, homobi, and transphobic. We Christians know what the new person looks like, Jesus Christ. We know what communism is like, life according to Christ's precepts, lived as they live. We find ourselves, let's face it, in prison in communist Stalinist Russia, even in prison in Castro's Cuba. Remember, there were pogroms against queers. In almost every regime, we would find ourselves against it to date. That does not make us, nor should it, the beautiful people that stand outside of real struggle, that unless something is perfect, remain aloof. No, but it does cast us always on the side of the marginalized. We Christians would always be the ones serving true communism versus fraudulent communism, even in communism. Just as we are now speaking of real freedom, real democracy, as contrasted with fraudulent freedom and fraudulent democracy, wolves and lambs. But we must be involved always with the forces like Black Lives Matter that fight for a new world even if past attempts have failed, or as Samuel Beckett put it so beautifully, try again, fail again, fail better. So let's uphold the other C word, communism, as being who Jesus Christ was and Jesus Christ is. 2000 years before Marx, we knew what that looked like, and now it has become imperative. Have faith, as Paul's rallying cry from Romans put it best. We are more than conquerors.